Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. The E-Day Mitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup Presented by BF Goodrich On IMSA Radio Good morning everybody And welcome to Watkins Glen International And the first of four days of coverage By IMSA Radio It is the sale and six hours of the Glen meeting Share Adam and John Hindoff In the Haggerty Global Broadcast Centre Good to have your company, whether you're here at the track or further afield. Shay, good morning, and what a beautiful morning it is to get things underway with some of the most exciting racing we'll probably see all weekend. That is the Edomitu <laughs> Mazda MX-5 Cup. Good morning, John. And yes, it's a very high bar, but frequently these Mazda MX-5 Cup cars jump over it with ease because we do have a full field of cars and they do tend to stay grouped together with bungee cords. I kid, of course, they don't actually have bungee cords on the cars, but it feels like they do. As the green flag waves for this 40-minute practice session, and it's an important one, John, because we have a lot of drivers who maybe they're not new to the Glen, True. but they're definitely new to the Glen in Cup cars. Uh, including one Mr. Uh, mayor, the Mayor of Hingetown. The Mayor of Hingetown, correct. Uh, the 2016 Dancing with the Stars runner-up, I think, is the uh, most <laughs> accomplished thing that he's done. Really? Is that how we're? That's that is how we're introducing him now? Well, is it? I mean, besides the Rookie of the Year for IndyCar in 2011 with six wins, 18 podiums, one pole, that happened to be at the Indy 500 in 2016. Second in Indy Lights, he's got a handful of wins, as mentioned from the IndyCars from races all around the world. And two, IndyCar starts here at the Glen, which mm. is the interesting thing because his lap times then were a minute and 24 for his fast lap. We're expecting significantly different lap times here today, and that is part of the art to this form of racing that James Hinchcliffe is going to have to figure out. He's going to have to figure it out fairly quickly, but the good news for him, he's running with JTR Motorsports Engineering, and if there's a team that you want to come in for just a one-off trying to learn, trying to figure things out, well, it's pretty hard to pick a different team besides JTR. Uh, the, he has uh, tested here with JTR. There was a bit of wet and there was a bit of dry. Which is good because we're expecting a bit of wet and a bit of dry for uh-huh. this weekend. Okay, that seems reasonable then. Um, and uh, we had on we had both James and uh, the championship leader, Aaron Johnson, in this booth yesterday when we did our live Midweek Motorsport, and I did manage to get Aaron to say that Mr. Hinchcliffe was quite good. Yes, he was very diplomatic in all that, he was. wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Aaron Johnson, who, as you rightly say, leads the championship. If you're out around the track looking for cars to watch, Aaron's is a very good one. It's dark blue with the number 24 blazoned proudly on the side of it. Uh, he does have some new sponsors that came aboard at the WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seiko weekend. And they joined just in time because Aaron happened to get his first win Perfect. the last race yeah. out. So turn two being represented, uh, a group, an organization that participates in several racetracks across the California 
state as a whole, they have started their own series. Uh, they aspire to be the Itamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup, except on a less professional basis. But they're already up to nine cars among the 30 members, and it only started last September, not even a year ago, and they're already up to nine of these cars. So a very good acquisition rate as far as we're concerned. But Aaron, uh, playing race director for them, we do also have a couple newbies to the series, including the number 88 machine. It's just crossed the start-finish line a few moments ago. That's Justin Burgandy. But the interesting thing here, John, it's Robert Noaker Racing. Robert Noaker Racing came into existence about two weeks before our first round of the championship right. at Daytona when Robert Noaker procured a new car. And they have done uh, a cracking job to get that whole program set up and running, Shay. Yeah, they really have. And Justin Burgandy coming aboard, not terribly experienced as far as racing is concerned, almost no experience for professional racing on four wheels. But as far as mountain biking is concerned, he's quite good at that. It is often the case that those <laughs> who are good on two wheels, either with pedal power or um, internal pedal combustion power. engine power... Um, tend to be pretty good behind the wheel. Once they get the hang of the fact that they've got probably, they've got four wheels instead of two, which probably means a lot more than four times the contact patch that they would normally have had. Uh, and that means you have to change your lines a little bit. You can turn in much later on a car. Many years ago, I did the Ford Fiesta Challenge. Um, um, and um, the chap that followed me was James Whitnam, the former superbike rider. Huh. And he asked me how I got on with it because I was commentating at the time. <laughs> and Of course. So, so I told him, and I went out and watched him. He was up at Knock Hill. And I said, I know where your problem is, James. And he said, what? He said, I said, you're using the motorbike line. Aye, well, and he was a bluff, bluff lad from Yorkshire. He said, aye, well, that's what I'm used to around here. Well, and I said, ah, right, well, you've got to stop that <laughs> and follow him round for two laps and you'll be fine. And uh, not only did he qualify inside the top ten, he finished sixth overall. No way. In his, t in his two races, yeah. What Very a performance. No, he was great. That's talent. So See, that's talent. Learner. Yes. Yeah. Ask the question, get an answer, and then put it into operation, yeah. basically execute. It's so this session, by the way, was 40 minutes when it started. We've got 35 and a, uh, 34 and a half of it to go. Jonathan Neudorf uh, for Hicks and Motorsports is quickest at the moment with a 2.11.393. Uh, lap record here is 2.10. I thought it was lower than that. Is it? Um, I'll have to – let me grab my phone really quickly and pull up the PA book that Aaron Siegel puts together for us. We love you, Aaron. Thank you very much. Um, but the thing that I was interested in, the fact that the cars normally cluster together in a manner of uh, 208440 is the qualifying Ooh. record, by the way. Wow. 209086 is the track lap record. Set last year, uh, qualifying was Zilich. Lap record, Matthew Dirks. Ah. Very impressive lap for Matthew. Um, but the thing that I was interested in, normally these cars work together mm -hmm. and try and get a draft. Well, I wasn't seeing a lot of teams running around together. The only one, as a matter of fact, was Spark Performance with three of their cars running line astern. So everyone else is just kind of working with whoever they're with, which is more relevant when we get into a racing situation because 
how often have we seen this year, John, where two team cars finally manage to get together and then someone separates them and they wind up four cars apart. So it is better to learn how to race with everyone instead of just how to race with the people you want to race with. Just after 11 minutes past nine, coming up to 12 minutes past nine, Eastern. And thank you for your company. Cars going past us on the front straight. Now, this is a drafting track. Wow. And a lot of drafting being done as Robert Neuenke goes to the top. Well, and we talk about it being a drafting track. John, he's out there completely by himself. Wow. So the fact that he did that time to put himself at the top of the charts, albeit temporarily, that's even more impressive. As Thomas Anunziata, one of the rookies, go through. This is effectively his home race, isn't it? Uh, Thomas is from New York. Uh, yeah, and it's one of those things where he's a rookie. He's a young man, so racing at the Glen, still a fairly new experience. He's from New Jersey, Colton Neck, New Jersey. New so Jersey. yeah, almost, almost the same, but a, uh, but not, but but not. Um, so apologies. Two-time <laughs> Spec Miata Championship and second in the shootout in 2022 to Nate Cicero. So he did get financial assistance to come race in the series this year. He just didn't get the most financial assistance. Yeah, good point. Um, but he does have a bit of experience running in the Trans Am Championship as well. So he has gotten his feet wet before. But as far as running in an MX-5 Cup car, this is the debut for Thomas Anunziata. And should also say, while we're on that theme, John, we have not had a winner previous in the series come back for this weekend's race, i.e. whoever wins the races on Friday and Saturday will be first-time winners at the Glen. Ah. Which is, I kind of like that. Very interesting. And that's because what? Uh, because all of our previous race winners ah, are Ah, because Tyler not, Gonzalez is not here. Tyler Gonzalez is not he here. He won last year. Um, along with... Um, who was it who won it? Aiden Fastnacht. Aiden Fastnacht. Won the second race when he came back from the back of the pack to the front several mm. times over the course of the weekend. Uh, we've also had, who was it who won before them? Um, I'll have to look it up. But they aren't in the field this weekend. So it, it opens the door and the opportunity for drivers who haven't yet had success. Todd Lamb, 2017. Oh, yeah. Patrick Gallagher, 2017. Yeah. Patrick Gallagher is in the, the big race. Nico Rieger and Mark Drennan in 2016. So everybody else is going to be a first time to come in and win this race. Now, the race winner from Friday gets the opportunity to become a two-time race winner, but obviously you have to win the race first before you can do that. And we don't often see people sweeping the weekends. Connor Zilich did it last year, and since then we've had a lot of pariety amongst people finding victory lane. One guy who desperately wants to find the victory lane for the second time this year, that would be Mr. Jared Thomas, the championship winner last year. He is currently P1. P2, Aaron Johnson. P3, Hinch. Excellent lap from James Hinchcliffe. And JTR flexing their muscle early on. 209.863 for Thomas. That's a decent lap, considering that there's not a lot of rubber laid down on the track yet. We have not yet seen Woody Hyman or Hannah Zellers. Now, I saw both cars roll out onto the pit lane. I don't see them on the pit lane now. Uh, I would put that down to faulty transponders, John, because I definitely have seen both okay. race cars. And Farhan Siddiqui, we welcome him back to the, the championship this weekend. He drives the Lightning McQueen liveried car. Definitely won't be able to miss that one. Number 95. Best of the rookies right now is still Jonathan Neudorf, although he is in the sixth place. Jonathan, who is from 
uh, Arizona and Alberta. He claims all the A places from uh, Canada and the U.S. as his countries of origin. He is ahead of Thomas Anunziata and then Nate Cicero as far as the rookie battle is concerned. And that has been a good fight so far this year, John. I'm, I'm a bit surprised that we haven't had a rookie standing on the overall, uh, well, the top step of the overall podium as of yet this season. But as we saw last year, it can happen, and it can happen here. Yep, yeah. uh, yeah, absolutely. Here they come through turn 10, coming through 11. There's Noaker by himself once again. Does not improve his time. No, he does improve his time, but not his not position. position. 2 10, 4, 4, 5. Now, here's the drafting group coming across the line. Those and are the Copeland cars. There's MMR. Uh, and we had improvements that time around for Nate Cicero, Celine Roland, Thomas Anunziata now down in seventh. But, and Cicero goes to the top of the rookies by doing that. Jonathan doesn't improve. Glenn McGee goes through. Hernan Palermo, the llama farmer, is up to third. What a great lap from Hernan. And Gresham Wagner in fourth now as well. Can confirm, have had visual confirmation that last lap by. Hannah Zellers and Woody Hyman are both out on the racetrack. Woody is actually behind Aaron Johnson and ahead of James Hinchcliffe. So, Woody, I'm sure you're going to want to keep this onboard footage for a while. Yeah. Let's, Someone uh, is back in the pit lane. Who is that? I think that's Clayton Kircher. It is uh, Clayton 19. Kircher for the Sato Motorsport Group, number 19 car. Uh, so it's JTR, JTR. Jared Thomas, he's the JT of JTR from Aaron Johnson, who leads the championship. There's just about a tenth of a second. Uh, check that. Yeah, not a tenth of a second between them. Then a half a tenth further back is Hernan Palermo and Gresham Wagner 20 and 5 the two spark performance cars locked together then it's James Hinchcliffe in fifth position he's another half a tenth further back and Nate Cicero the best of the rookies is in sixth and the number 83 McCombie McAleer racing car so JTR Spark and McCombie McAleer the, the top teams and those top five are separated by three and a half tenths Top six, rather, by three and a half tenths of a second. Oh, come on, guys. We can get closer than ah, that. Yes, of course we can. Uh, I did see something. Oh, um, Clayton Ketcher. He has confirmed that he's going to be at these two races and the two races that take place at Road America. So uh, dipping the toe in the water, not going for the rookie championship this year, obviously, and doing the most races that he can without taking away his rookie status for next year as Robert Noaker is into the pits with 26 and a half minutes to go. Leading the way now is Celine Roland with a new livery to his car. He still has the watermelon colors on there, but he's got something extra special from the Austin Hatcher Foundation, an extra logo of representation and doing a bit more for the kids involved with Austin Hatcher. As far as online things are concerned, if you want to see more about that, please go to the website and look up more information, austinhatcherfoundation.com. Matthew Dirks and Sam Paley also back into the pit lane. Paley in a soul red Mazda this weekend. Paley has run so many Mazda colors, John. I mean, we're used to him being in black. Then he moves into blue. Now he's in red. He's just doing every Mazda color that you can find at the dealership. And that is how these cars come over. They come over from Japan on a ship that get delivered to Fliss Performance in Daytona. 
stripped down, engines are sealed, turned into race cars, and then given to the competitors. As one of the competitors, very familiar with these race cars, having been in the series for a couple years now, Gresham Wagner, third in points last year, champion the year before that. He now has the fastest time by a whole quarter of a second ahead of Jared Thomas, last year's champion, and then Aaron Johnson, this year's championship leader. Then it's Hernan Palermo for car number 20, and then James Hinchcliffe, car number three. Nate Cicero, as mentioned, is still out on the racetrack, but the best of the rookies. Celine Roland, Robert Noaker, Anthony McIntosh, and Glenn McGee rounding out the top 10. It's a good spread of time right now between yes. those top 10 runners. They're all within a second. A couple of people losing times for running wide at turn four, which is... How do you run wide at the top of the S's? I, I would, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I was about to say, isn't that the top of the S's? If you run wide there, you hit the barrier. Bang. Yeah. Could they be cutting the inside between three and four? There's grass. Whoa, wow. One, oh. two, three across the line. 87. Celine Roland in the <laughs> McCombie McAleer racing. Slightly hung out the drive there. Jeremy Fletcher, the couple of motorsport. Rookie goes to fifth position, and that's the best of the rookies. 2 10 0. We've now got three cars and driver combinations inside two minutes 10. Gresham Wagner last time around goes through, and he, and he goes quicker still. 2096. 2096 for Aaron Johnson. 2096 for Jared Thomas. Wow. We have half a tenth of a second. Let me just say that again. Half a tenth of a second. Between the top three, as Gresham Wagner actually peels off into the pits this time around. Uh, let me read this before it disappears. Car 55, 92, 81, 76, 13, 10, 23, and 20. Bingo. Penalty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> track limits coming into the boot at turn six. Again, how do you have track limits there? There's grass on the exit. Uh Mm, I, I'm going to have to do the track walk later, John, to try and figure out how these people are uh, exceeding track limits. But I was going to name all of them. And then I realized that there were far too many. Uh, one that I can mention, though, Gresh Meigner, who has come into the pit lane. Track limits, final warning, turn six. Track, mm. uh, the lap time was invalidated. But final warning, Gresham. we are 18 minutes into the first practice session. Maybe that's why he's parked it up. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't want to... Uh, panic his pit crew any further. Oh, I guarantee you Sparky's on the radio to him. Uh, Gresham, just, just back it sparks. down a little bit in turn six. Nathan. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, sorry. Yep. Uh, Nathan Sparks. Uh, former driver of some repute in this championship. Yeah. Many very wins under his belt. Many, many wins for uh, he and his wife Courtney and they used to work with John Dean II and mm. uh, very much a... What is John Dean doing now? I haven't you seen know, his I name for know. a while, actually. And somebody said they thought he might be coming back into the IMSA paddock. Huh, Six Sideways, which was mm. his racing shop, uh, based just outside of Sebring International Raceway, as John Dean is from that region of the world. His dad, a longtime commentator at Sebring International Raceway. Yes. Um, long ties with racing, long history in the paddock. And, John, we do hope that you make your way back. But we're glad that you're at least represented in spirit by uh, Courtney and Nathan Sparks. And their team, quite a few cars for Spark Performance this year, actually. They've upped the game, gone from running just Gresham Wagner 
They've also got Hernan Palermo. Uh, they've had a couple other people as well over the course of the season as Ethan Tyler now dives into the pit lane. It's the 80 machine. Just seeing more penalties flicking across the screen, but I think it was just race control uh, reminding the competitors that they're on their last leg, as it were. Uh, Heather Hadley, also for Spark Performance, the scholarship winner this year for the Women's Cup. As into the pit lane comes that number 80 machine that we talked about a little bit earlier on. 88, excuse me. Oh, Jared Thomas is on a good lap. He went purple through the first sector. John Which Som. means he's the quickest of all. Yes, <laughs> sorry. That. Not that he can't breathe. Um, John Som. Yes, he's not the big furry minion. <laughs> you know, I almost went purple minion on someone the other day, but oh, that's another you? story. Um, Jared Thomas is the purple guy blue meaning personal best for Aaron Johnson who's following him around the track but a tenth slower than the time that Jared Thomas was able to put together James Hinchcliffe the last lap around did manage to get by uh, Woody Hyman so now he is running in a bit of clean air but he's not learning how to use the draft how about Jeremy Fletcher in fifth position for Copeland Motorsports 0.026 ahead of James Hinchcliffe somebody (laughs) take a picture of that for him what a great effort for Jeremy Fletcher, driver of the number 22 machine. And right now, best of the rookies. That is a wonderful effort for Jeremy. Let's see. They're coming around to complete this lap. I want to see John Somm went personal best in the first and second sector. Thomas lost about three-tenths in the second sector. So it should be an improvement for John Somm. Where, where is Thomas? Oh, he's dropped back significantly. Third in that queue. So the queue goes, John Somm. Space Thomas Cicero, (laughs) as John Somm does improve. Overall best lap of the session, 209.374. That's now three-tenths of a second quicker than Jared Thomas in second. We had under half a tenth (laughs) separating the top three, and now there's three-tenths between first and second. The next three-tenths would take you down to... Let's see, three, uh, that'll be six. That would take you down to seventh position. Hmm. Thomas Anunziata is in the pit lane. Um, but who is that driver in third now, John? Uh, that driver in third is Nate Cicero, top, top of the rookies. That's a wonderful lap from Nate. A newbie coming into this weekend for driving an MX-5 Cup car at the Glen. Into the pits also is Heather Hadley. But great effort from Nate, who's had a, a bit of a rough season. I mean, the car was comprehensively destroyed in an accident at St. Pete. The team working so hard to rebuild three out of their four machines from that St. Pete race. And I forget what the number was, but I do remember that there were three new doors put on the new cars. Uh, and uh, more wishbones than you could count. There was a lot of work going on for the MMR crew trying to get ready for the Laguna Seca round, as it were. Uh, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca just about a month ago. More wishbones uh, than... Than a dog could ever bury. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say than a Christmas than Christmas at a chicken farm. Um, that works too, but not for the vegans. Uh, Gresham Wagner is on a lap now. Personal best sector one, overall best sector two. Max Apalski. Hello, driver of the number two for Copeland Motorsports. Overall best sector one, personal best sector two. I think the drivers are figuring out this track. Beautiful conditions this morning for race cars as well, although it's not completely rubbered in. All right, here we go. John Som, Thomas, Cicero. 
Opalski, Jodwan, Wagner, Hinchcliffe, Hyman. And that's the end of that train. All right, how did the times change? Cicero, 2P1, 209.175. Wow, rookie. Rookie in second, Gresham Wagner, 209.258. Then Thomas, then John Somm from the lap that he had done the lap before. Then Apowski, Palermo, Jodwan, Fletcher, Hinchcliffe, Roland. So the top 10 has changed dramatically after that last lap. Uh, you, I mean, you made the point of how good the rookies have been coming in typically into this uh, championship down through the year, Shay. And, you know, we had Sam Paley challenging at the front of the field a couple of seasons ago in his um, in his rookie year. We've seen it before where there's no reason because the, the machinery is exactly the same. So there's no reason why the rookies shouldn't be up the front. If they're fast enough, they're good enough. It's yeah. as simple as that. And that's what I love about this championship. And if they're in the series, particularly the rookies, it's because they've earned it. They've yeah. earned the right to be here. And it doesn't matter if you're a 16-year-old kid who just got their driver's license on the street. But if Mazda's been paying attention to you for a little while, then you're here because someone believes in you. Yeah. And the, the confidence boost of that is just magnificent. I love talking to drivers who come into this series for the first time and go, oh, I've been watching it for so many years, and now I actually get to drive in it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, you do get to drive in it. It's a privilege. Uh, Gresham Wagner, lap, the last lap was a track limit at turn one. Yeah, okay, that makes sense, particularly the exit at turn one. You need to keep your right side wheels on the curb at the exit, driver's left. If you go over that, your oh. lap time gets invalidated. But this one's a bit more serious, John, because it's a yes, drive-through. I just saw that. And who is it who has to come with him? Glenn McGee, the other car being found guilty as charged for they that They need to be a little one. bit careful here because um, you might find that they could get themselves parked if they keep doing this. Well, and more importantly, when it comes time for qualifying, Correct. if you've already used your strikes, then your lap times are going to be immediately invalidated and you get a drive-through. If you've not used your strikes, you will lose your lap time, yes, but you're not going to lose the next lap, potentially, because you have to come down the pit lane, and then the lap after that. Time is valuable. Now, for qualifying, time you can't get back as well. That's yeah, the thing. Doesn't matter how much money you have, you can't buy time on the track if it's allotted and you've wasted it. So Correct. it's kind of a, a wonderful way of balancing everything out and making people behave better. I actually had a conversation with the race director about that. Uh, how do you get drivers to listen who tend to not listen? You park them yeah. because there is nothing they can do about that. Um, so we now have a slight change at the top end of things because Cicero still leads, but Thomas and John Somm both improved their lap the last time around. They are now seven thousandths of a second apart between the two team cars. Yeah, I'd, I'd say JTR builds pretty fairly even cars as far as setup is concerned. No favoritism there. None at all. Well done, Dave. Dave Thomas, the team owner. And the man who is, who is who is Jared Stutt. Yes, and very much uh, elbow deep in the grease every day. He is thoroughly involved in every aspect of running the team. Uh, and he's a top bloke as well. He really is. Uh, lap times invalidated for Gresham Wagner, as noted, for turn one. The other cars that I'm about to mention are also for turn one. Thomas Anunziata, Robert Noacre. 
they've been called not for a drive-through, but they have lost their lap times. Race control is very much Big Brother. They see everything. Don't think you can get away with anything because you can't. Coming down the front straight, Jonathan Neudorf pulls well over toward the pit lane to let Thomas Nunziata by. Ah, Celine Milan was doing the same thing. I wonder if the two Hickson cars are preparing to work together for a lap. Crossing the line. Does anyone improve that lap? No. Lap times have actually dropped off quite a bit that last lap, John. I wonder if something was going out on the track. Because they're about three seconds off the times they did the lap prior. And these tires that the cars run on, they do not drop off. So we don't expect to see lap times uh, falling for any reason. As Heather Hadley has now earned a pit lane speed violation, but it's a warning. She was only two clicks over the limit. Uh, more lap one or turn one violations. Ethan Tyler has now joined the party as far as that's concerned. Hinch, Hinch, Jeremy Fletcher, Jonathan Jodwan, and Glenn McGee again. Oh, goodness. Guys, you really want to save your strikes. Don't use them up now and earn a drive through and qualifying. I'm sure the race director is going to be giving them all a chat when it comes time for the driver's meeting, reminding them where the parameters of the racetrack lie and uh, that they really should use those. Now, track limits can be quite controversial, John, but at the end of the day, they exist for the safety of the drivers and the marshals. Yeah, now, where the barriers are, where the... Uh, uh, where the tyre stacks are, you know, all of that stuff is predicated and designed on the cars being on the track. And if you start going around the track or off the track, number one, well, it's not fair because <laughs> you're gaining... Um, if it, All my Marshall colleagues back in the UK, friends... Um, and I am a proud ambassador for the British Multinational Marshals Club, they all tell me it's about a gain of time or distance. Mm. So if you get a lasting gain for time or distance, look, if you fall off the track because you've made a mistake, you're not going to get called for track limits. If you get bumped off the track in an overtaking manoeuvre, you're probably not going to get called for track limits. But if you are cutting an inside curb, <laughs> if you are con consistently running out, so basically widening either the entry or the exit of the corner or you're cutting across the corner to make it less sharp, then you're gaining an advantage. And at that point, there's no point in having lines at the end, at the edges of the track. That would be like saying there's no point in, you know, I, I, it's no harm. i tell you what, tell a football team that. Let, let's not bother with the sidelines. <laughs> let's let's just go as wide as you want. So you can you know you could uh, you could take a thirty yard pass on uh, fourth down, five five rows up into into the seats, hmm. and that would still work. I mean, depending on who's throwing it, I would catch it. Yeah, well, that's you a know. fair point. That is a fair point. Yeah, but we we are seeing several penalties, particularly at turn one now. Uh, Matthew Dirks had his lap time invalidated, as did Max Apalski and Ethan Tyler. So. A lot of drivers, uh, yeah, maybe they're learning the limits. Maybe they're just letting the car run a little bit wider than maybe they've done before. But if you're doing it with a malicious intent, Correct. that's when the penalties start to come in. 
and and repeated malicious intents, I should say. Yes. If you make the same mistake over and over again, well, then you're just not learning. There is that. We are under 10 minutes to go in this first practice session. Purple time from Sector 1 for Aaron Johnson. Personal best for Jared Thomas as the two drivers from JTR Motorsports Engineering still running around on track, line astern. Sector 2, not great, but not terrible for either of the drivers. Not too far off their personal bests, but no improvement there as they come through turn 10. Now getting hard on the brakes for turn 11. Actually, it's probably just a bit of a lift in these cars, wouldn't it be? It's all about momentum in this series. True enough. Let's see. Here we go. Jared Thomas leads the way across the line. His last lap was a 2.15.3. What does he do this time? A 2.12.4. Uh, no. Where did he go? Jared Thomas, uh, 209.2. But it was his teammate. That's what happened. Aaron Johnson bumped everyone down because he went to the top 209.145. That's a good lap to get ahead of the McCombie McAleer entry of Nate Cicero, the rookie. And then third, Jared Thomas. Fourth, Max Sapowski. And fifth, still Robert Noaker. John Salm was actually the only guy in the top 15 who improved that lap around. Matthew Dirks improved his lap, as did Farhan Siddiqui in the Lightning McQueen car. I do love that livery. It's, uh, it is perfect, it isn't is. it? Because the car does, the, the, this Mazda ND Global Cup car, does have the little smiley face. Oh, it does. Ka-chow. Ka-chow. That's what he should have written across the uh, bumper, as a matter of fact. I wonder if that's copyrighted somewhere. <laughs> Just saying. It's Pixar, I guarantee it is. Into the pit lane comes Robert Noaker, car number 13. So we still have uh, 21 of our 27 cars out on the circuit. Seven and a half minutes in this session. I think everyone's going to be pleased at the weather conditions as well. It's a bit windy out there, but it's not terrible. So it won't be affecting things in that sense. And the sun has just started to peek out through the clouds. It's supposed to get cloudier as the day goes on, as the weather moves into this region of the world. But as Jim Roller, local to this area, oh, yeah. once told me, we're fine until the wind changes direction. Yeah, That's when you need to run. I think it's going it to be... it happens fast here. It happens very fast. We drove up uh, from New York on Tuesday. From the city. From the city. Yeah, because we're, we're in New York, yeah, yeah. so that confused me for from a second. From New York, New York. Yeah. Um, and we came through I'm a deluge, an absolute deluge, where 30 <laughs> miles an hour was too fast. Oh, it goodness. It was extraordinary. Um, and then it cleared up and it was fine. We Did are Rogue One this weekend. Ah, very nice, very yeah. nice. We you know, I actually went to a showing of that that was sponsored by Nissan. Brilliant piece of uh, complimentary marketing. It was great. They had a full commercial and everything. It, it was very cool. It was on South Beach. We are um, we are the ginger ninjas in Road One <laughs> this weekend. Uh, I'm just in a Hyundai Elantra. Not very nice. Not picking favorites in TCR or anything. Okay. Just saying, I'm, I'm in a Hyundai Elantra. Um, the CVT transmission is very strange running around upstate New York with the hills. 
Uh, it's a big elastic band, you know. Yeah. That's how it works. With the hamster, right? No, no the hamster. hamsters are Kia. The hamster yep. is in the yep. Kia Soul. Uh, into the fit lane came Aaron John Somm and Jared Thomas with just under six minutes remaining of this session. That could be them calling it a day, but there was a deluge of noise, as you were talking about the deluge of rain, because there were about 10 of the cup cars that were running around together, working together in the draft. And of those 10, Alex Batura improved his lap time. Uh, yes, further down, improvements for Heather Hadley to 22nd. Uh, Justin Brigandi for Robert Neuter Racing in 88 and 23rd. And Farhan Siddiqui in 25th. Now, that might not be right because we still haven't had any times posted for Hannah Zellers and yeah. Lily Hyman, and they have been out there. I think oh, they've yeah. got transponder problems. Yep, and Hannah actually just driving back down the pit lane right now, as a matter of fact. Um, but Aaron and Jared... Guys, very rude. Clearly, they stopped in their pit boxes, heard me say that they were probably done for the session, and decided to go back out just to prove me wrong. <laughs> ah, guys, I thought we were friends. Off the Christmas card list, I think. Yep, yep I think you're right. A lot of personal improvements last time around. We've got, uh, what, six of the cars bettering their laps. Uh, I mentioned Alex Petura now up inside the top five for the oral surgeon. Not a dentist, oral surgeon. I got that right, Alex. Uh, we've also had Celine Roland improve his time, but not position. Heather Hadley, Clayton Ketcher, Justin Brigandi, and Farhan Siddiqui. So a good lap the last time around. I'm a bit surprised not to be seeing some improvements from some of the drivers toward the top end of the field. This is a 40-minute practice session, so near enough, uh, well, not the same time of day that we're going to be getting the races. But I was going to say near enough conditions to race, to be able to simulate if you stay out on the track the entire time. Mm. Let's see. Pulling up my uh, screenshot of the schedule. Race number one taking place at 12.20 for on Friday. That would be tomorrow. Qualifying tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, bright and early. Now, if you set a good lap time in qualifying that's decent enough as your second best lap time, and you don't improve upon that in the race, that is your starting position for race number two. But if in race number one you set a blisteringly quick lap, that could get you pole for race number two. And with pole position and fastest lap come points, and points by the end of the year earn you real cash money. So every point counts. Uh, this Saturday race is at 10 o'clock in the morning. Conditions could be similar to what we're experiencing right now, but they also could be uh, a bit damper. There's no... More penalties here. Justin Brigandi losing his lap the last time around. Also, car three, which Hinch. is James Hinchcliffe uh, on his 16th lap. And where was the other one? 95 Farhan is Farhan Siddiqui. Um, could just be a a learning thing because both of uh, Farhan and Hinch were through turn eight. That is the heel of the boot. It is easy to miss the apex there and run a little bit wide. It is also easy to be malicious there as well. Uh, so hopefully it was just a bit of a mistake as Hinch finds himself three wide going across the start-finish line. He's not having any fun at all, is he? No, no. Not smiling from ear to ear. Robert Noaker is improving. Personal best sector one, personal best sector two. 
see where the white car is out on the circuit. There he is. Oh, he's behind a little bit of a group. He's getting a bit of a tow. Let's see as he comes through the final corner. Runs out onto the rumble strips. Getting a bit close to the wall, but respects it. Gresham Wagner crosses first. Then James Hayosh. Now, oh yes, that was a good lap for Noaker as he moved up to fourth. Yeah, nice. Very good. 209.505. Gresham quick and last time around as well with the 209.9. So we now have the top six under 2.10 and back to within six tenths of a second. And at the top, having been three tenths of a second, series leader coming into this weekend, Aaron Thomas for JTR Motorsports is 0.030 of a second ahead of Nate Cicero. No, he's not because now he's 0.049 still the same ahead <laughs> of Nate Cicero in fairness, who's still the top rookie, but now he's 0.049 of a second behind his JTR Motorsports engineering teammate and team leader Jared Thomas. So 96-24 83-13 and 5 for the top six, that includes Nate Cicero, who's the best of the rookies. And we'll call that within, well, the top five are within half a second now. Yeah, with 37 seconds to go. They really waited until the end of that one. Maybe they put some pressures out of the BF Goodriches. Maybe that's why they made the trip down the pit lane. Uh, yes. Red flag is out, and oh. that will be the checkered as well. Can't tell you why, where, or for who as of yet. Stand by. Checker has come out. Tony down there. I can the tell you who it's not. How about that? Jeremy Fletcher's in the pit lane, as is Sam Paley. And let's see who's coming around now. There is a big cluster of cars ending the lap. Uh, car 10 is stopped on course, I, turn I 7. That's Thomas and Inziata. It's number 10, who's just come out of turn 7. So that is the toe of the boot. Oh. Uh, Hinch is the first car back down the pit lane. He doesn't get. A, tell him he doesn't get a prize for that right now. That comes later. <laughs> but I was first. I was first. Oh. We really do have beautiful liveries in the series this year. It just makes me smile to see all the different colors and all the different choices that people have gone with. Also had the uh, at 74 Hannah Zeller's car off oh, no. at turn five. Uh, that was just... Just beyond the... the uh, Chicane. Correct. That's going into the, the long, bus stop. The outer loop, if you will. <laughs> yep. Inner loop is the bus stop. Uh, and I think that might have been as the red flag came out. So Hannah might have just been distracted by that. Well, there we are. Let's quickly give you a rundown. Jared Thomas for JTR Motorsports Engineering with a 2090 ahead of Aaron Johnson, the series leader, in second. So the two JTR Motorsport Engineering cars separated by half of a tenth of a second, 0 0.049. Look that up on your stopwatch on your phone. <laughs> then the best of the rookies, McCombe McAneer Racing's Nate Cicero in the number 83 from Robert Neuker in the 13. And the top six made by Max Opalski and Gresham Wagner. They were 0.692 of a second apart at the end. And the biggest gap there was the three tenths between the top three and everybody else. So, so the top three were separated uh, by just a, a tenth and a half. And then there was three and a half tenths between third and fourth. Uh, for probity's sake, I will tell you that James Hinchcliffe finished in the top ten in his debut for Mazda at MX5. When was the last time he had a Mazda engine? 
Daytona 24, 2017? Spot on. Spot on. Uh, and I think the top 10 is more than impressive. A second away from his team leader, Jared Thomas. He'll take that for now. Turn five, a bit of oil cleanup and some debris uh, as well. And we've got a couple of cars to clean up. So that's the first session. We'll be back with more this afternoon. And both races, of course, live in sound and vision across the Radio Show Limited network of channels on IMSA Radio Show. Adam and John Hindhoff and the Edemistu Madsa MX5 Championship signing off for now. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.